PSA, PSA. Eric, Eric, Eric. You the captain of your own ship, young blood. A smooth sea never made a skilled seller. <laughs> That's a quote I saw on Google, though. Can't stop, won't stop. That's a long light, that's a sunbeam That's a bright path in a dark world That's a good fight for a dark girl On a surfboard in a rocky river Y'all poolside, we still deliver That's a Wonder Woman Superhero was a black man And say y'all near We gon' save them all And that turn to me for the hate you give Still thugging, that's Shakira life Giovanni wrote it Nikki, that's a real poet Black life, we still going They mad, we still flowing Black joy, euphoria We wanna smile like Gloria That's whole mama, where the my mama That's the mother load Mothership, motherland It's the mother shit Nadi's flick 96, said it all, boy, I'm J to P with the box braids If I aim, squeeze, that's R.I.P. Please kill the noise, if it's God-given, it can't be destroyed Welcome, 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 welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast I am your gracious host Mitchell Brown, thank you all for joining us today As you listen this fantastic podcast we put together with that wonderful Rhapsody bump, and we're going to let that rap bump for a second. We're going to let that rap bump. If this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, subscribe, rate, and comment. We're on a bunch of different platforms. We got a lot of talk. Blah, blah, blah. We got a lot to talk to y'all about. We got a lot of talk. We got a lot of talk. We do got a lot of talk. We got a whole lot of fucking talk. I ain't even going to front. We got a whole lot of talk. But we're going to do a whole lot of music. We're going to talk about a whole lot of music. A lot of music dropped recently today as I record this. We're going to talk about shit being on fire, whether it's done purposefully. I believe that's called arson. But don't quote me on that. I'm, I am not an expert. We're going to talk about Trump snapping. Snapping. Like full-blown snap mode. It's like ramblings of a syphilitic brain. Something that, that needs to be um, controlled. Right? Brief brief look in the Cardi B deposition, the hilarity behind it. I think it's funny. And why we need to pay more attention to this Byron Allen versus Comcast lawsuit that Byron Allen already won. Give him his 20 billion and move on. We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more right after these brief messages. Talk to y'all soon. You did. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate that. Appreciate you being here. I'm excited. We had some dope-ass music drop, and I'm I'm hyped. I'm hyped off this hip-hop shit. And, 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 and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm hyped, though, man. I am hyped, yo. Listen, we let in with that Rhapsody. I gotta take a sip of water, man, because I'm about to spit that shit. We let in with that rap. And listen, rap got another one. And, you know, we often have these debates. We have these conversations. We list this. We do we do all that. You know what I mean? And um, if we're talking underrated, I, I'm not sure there's a more underrated. I mean, at anything. Like, whoever's the most underrated at their job. Because forever, for whatever reason, and I guess maybe because she don't get naked, but we don't talk about Rhapsody when we talk about best female rappers, best female artists, best female rappers. We don't, we don't talk about rap. And that I, that's stupid, in my opinion, that we don't. A, separating the male and female artists, MCs, rappers, whatever, however you want to label them. To me, that's, I mean, that's, that's, uh, we don't, we don't need to, we don't need to separate them because, um, it's not a push-up contest. It's not, you know what I'm saying? They're not running a hundred meters. So if it's just an expression of art, you know, why wouldn't a woman's brain work just as effectively at expressing herself artistically as a man's, you know what I mean? If, if we're talking art. I believe hip hop is, I mean, it's obviously music. Music is artistic. It's, it's expression. So I, I, I don't, I'm not sure we need to um, delineate the two. However, we do. 
war purposes and um, you know whatever and that's fine that's we can debate whether or not we should or whatever but there's undoubtedly one female artist that's leaps and bounds ahead of her competition and that's Rhapsody I mean Rhapsody had the best album in 2017 in my opinion I still bump Leela's Wisdom um because she goes hard and she's spitting on this Right, she's spitting on this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's yo, she's really, really, really good. Really good. I mean, really good. You know what I'm saying? And and it it's the it's 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 like how um so I feel like this album, let me, let me, let me, let me slow down. Let me, let me backtrack a little bit. I feel like this album is, is, you know, speaks to her idea or her feelings about femininity, about like womanhood. Um, the album is named Eve and every song on the album is named after um, a woman, mainly a black woman. Uh, be it fictional or not, um, and she kills in each album. So I appreciate when when you know people put an effort into their shit, into their albums. If it's a, if it's a mixtape or some e, or some EP, and you're just trying to get some songs off, whatever. That to me, that's not what this is. This is a production, right? This is a production. Um, each the 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 feeling or the theme or you know what you get from the album represents who you know represents the personality or the perceived personality of the woman it's named after if that makes sense for example the song Cleo the song Cleo was about setting that shit off you know if if you're familiar with it I mean listen if you're old enough to listen to this podcast, you're old enough to watch Set It Off. Go watch Set It Off. I mean, yo, she even got Queen Latifah spitting on this shit in real life. Like, real life Queen Latifah is rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she's, yo, she starts the album off with, with the with the Nina song. And, like, they got the Strange Fruit sample. You know what I'm saying? Southern trees bearing strange fruit, blood on the leaves, all that. You know what I mean? Emit light, rap, or Emmett Till. I draw a line without showing my body. That's a skill. Yo. Because if she got naked, come on, man. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I draw a line without showing my body. That's a skill. Bad to the bone in the grill. You'd be dead wrong if, come on, listen. You'd be dead wrong if looks killed. I'm still on my spill in the spirit of L. Hill. Like, niggas can't fuck with Rhapsody. Niggas can't fuck with Rhapsody. Eyes on a sparrow, nose like a pharaoh's, our bloodline trail for the young and all the ills. We're going to get medals. Talk a lot of game, but we get paid to like Jamel. Talk a lot of, but we get paid to like, yeah, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not even doing it justice. It was raised upon the hill to value. Listen, let me, let me, let me not. Let me not. Rhapsody might have the best album of the year, the best hip hop album of the year. And this, and like, this might be my second time saying it this year. I believe it was like YBN Corday. I believe I said that maybe three episodes ago. Cause I didn't know what this Rhapsody shit was gonna be, and um, this is a good year for music. So, so me saying that she might have the best hip hop album. I mean, that's no slight to Jim. That's no slight to Ross. That's no slight to anybody. That's no slight to anybody that came out. You know what I'm saying? That's no slight to them. That's no. T- that's no slight to Crit. That's no slight to Tyler the Creator. No slight to these people. But damn, no slight to two chains. You know what I'm saying? But damn, she killed that shit. I mean, you know, that verse, that that first verse on Serena, I had to, I had to like, I had to run that song back. Right, like I had to run that song Maya back. I had to run that back because she's spitting hard, spitting hard. Thank you, Rhapsody, because you killed this shit, baby. You killed this shit. Um, something else that came out today, I listened to it once because, you know, it was putting me in a mood. 
that uh, uh, wasn't productive for what I needed to, to do in the middle of today. One productive. But that Jeezy, that thug motivation, that 104, nigga, uh, nigga that 104, that Jeezy, something about Jeezy. I don't know. And, and I, you know what? I'm very, very glad that Jeezy makes music for, uh, I guess, a certain fan base. I guess I'm in that fan base. But Jeezy make, Jeezy make music that Jeezy make. And and I was pleasantly surprised. I wasn't expecting much from this project. I'll, I'll be completely honest. I wasn't expecting much. And by the second song, I was I was I was hooked. By track two, I was like I like I had to run track two back, and I, yo, Jeezy makes music for people that are willing to live with an amount of risk in their life that I am not comfortable living with. And when you listen to Jeezy, me personally, what it does to me is it takes me back to a time in my life when I was comfortable with said risk. And now, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We old, oldish, old you know why? I mean, I, I don't consider myself old, but you get what I'm saying. Now, listen, I can't be as risky now as I was 12 years ago. It was different, you know what I'm saying? It was different. And granted, I never, you know, I never sold the things that Jeezy's talking about selling. Um, but you feel like you do when you listen to this. This shit made me want to do some push-ups, right? It's, yo, it's thug motivation for real. If you need help working out, listen to this Jeezy. You're going to get your ass in the gym and make it work, right? That's what you're going to do, and that's what this is. Um, granted, I heard that Missy dropped a project, uh, people calling it an album, it's an EP or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know the difference between the two. I can't put EPs against these albums. Like just, just the, the, the thought and the work behind it for, you know, t- to me, you can't, you can't do that. You can't put somebody seven prod seven songs over what Rhapsody did. You can't like. For example, I fucks with Benny the Butcher. I fucks with Griselda. I talk about them often. I fucks with them heavy. That plugs I met EP is seven seven tracks. Granted, them seven tracks thump, but it ain't the type of work that this Rhapsody shit is. They ain't no fillers. They ain't no. She ain't she she ain't take a bar off. You know what I'm saying? And like you know when you know when cats take bars off, right? It's the it's the uh uh uh. It's the enemies Hennessy thing for Tupac. You know what I'm saying? But like when niggas be talking about they Draco, when they got multiple references to, you know, a topless car, you know, like my cars, like my women, fastened, whatever, you know what I'm saying? When, when they got multiple references about the, about the same or frivolous bullshit, you're like, eh, it's filler. Not this Rhapsody shit. Not this Rhapsody shit. It ain't that. This shit is fire. Straight up. This shit is straight up fire. And um I could I could I could be here all day talking about this, but we're not. But let's keep talking about fire. And how uh the 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 the, the rainforest is on fire. Now listen, I was getting alerts, I was getting blurbs, I was getting, you know, tweets and all that, and, and they were saying, Oh, Amazon is on fire and I'm like, shit, am I gonna get my packages? I, I don't know. I, I didn't know what they was talking about. Like Amazon ain't got no fire system, all that money. And then I'm like, oh shit, they're talking about the rainforest. And I'm like, damn, some of this shit is that dry in the rainforest? Like climate change really fucking shit up out here. And then I learned that, you know, the indigenous people that live in this forest, the largest rainforest in the world, um, are making claims that this is done intentionally. That they're intentionally setting this forest ablaze for for enterprise, pretty much. And we didn't hear much about it in these United States because, I mean, I guess our news cycle is filled with garbage, to be real. Um, and, you, you know, you're not really sure if it's, a distraction. I believe it's a distraction in most cases, or if they're legitimately trying to keep up with the news cycle. For example, uh, Jeffrey Epstein was was or well, he died in prison somehow. 
we don't know how yet, but we're not hearing anything about it in the news. We're hearing about a bunch of crazy shit. We're going to talk about some of the crazy shit that we're hearing. But I guess maybe, you know, because there's so much crazy shit going on in the United States, we don't have time for South American news. However, with an ecosystem as various and precious and wide as the one in the Amazon rainforest, um, we need to, to be made, made aware, in my opinion. 20% of the world's oxygen comes from the Amazon rainforest, right? So um, the current president of Brazil is, is a man named uh, uh, Jair Bolsonaro. I don't know if I pronounce his first name right. J-A-I-R. Um, I don't know how you pronounce that in Portuguese. But... <clears throat> Bolsonaro is, is you know, a they, they call him the Brazilian Trump, right? And we're in a, a time, I guess, I don't, I don't, I mean, you know, it's trendy. Nationalism, populism is, is trendy at the moment, right? So we have people that um, are very uh, populist-minded, I mean, listen, to me, all of those words, to me, are just cold words for white supremacists, right? It's it's white supremacy. To me, that's what it is. This 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 Bolsonaro guy, the shit that comes out of his mouth is ridiculous. Much like the shit that comes out of our president's mouth. Ridiculous. Ridiculous bullshit. To me, it's, it's to distract you from the larger picture, right? And, um, you know, we record this on a day that, you know, David Koch died. Um, if you're familiar with our political landscape in these United States, David Koch um, doesn't really do much for, he doesn't care about the future. I'll, I'll say that. Or or at least his, his views are a little um, <sighs> repressive. For lack of a, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I, 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 I don't, I, I don't want to say anything negative about a dude that died, but you know, we didn't agree politically. All right, in my opinion, he wanted to abolish public schools, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and rent control. Um, he financed groups that denied the research on, you know, climate change. Um, supposedly, he funded the Tea Party. I say Tea Party in quotes, which you know. It's supposed to be all about fiscal responsibility. And if you're looking at how fiscally irresponsible we currently are and how these Tea Party people are quiet, it kind of makes you think that it was really because there was a black guy in office. Um, But, you know, he was a major cog in our political system. And he died. RIP to him. Um, But there's this, like, uh, uh, nationalism rise globally. Right, which to me is white supremacy. It's a rise in white supremacy globally, and this Bolsonaro asshole um, wants to clear this land out so they can, um, you know, ranch and raise livestock and and you know use the and you know what I'm saying sell it basically and use it for purposes of enterprise. And that's a very short-sighted way of 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 existing. And um, it, it, it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous because we realize more and more how uncommon common sense is. Like, if I breathe oxygen, and if all living creatures breathe oxygen, let me be clear, not to get too scientific. But everything on this planet fights for energy that comes from our sun, okay? That's the goal every day, to receive energy, to use, utilize the energy that we receive from our sun to fuel us into accomplishing whatever it is that we wish to accomplish, okay? So that could be something like... Um, 
buying a new car, building a house, or just making sure I have enough nuts to last me throughout the winter if I'm a squirrel. Right, but that's why all trees grow tall and high and they have leaves because they lay these leaves out so they could catch more energy from the sun. Certain animals eat these leaves. The animals that eat the leaves get eaten by other animals who get eaten by other animals who might get eaten by other animals. Period. So if I know that I need oxygen to live, me personally, I'm going to want oxygen. I'm not going to, you know, purposefully burn down a rainforest that gives me 20% of the oxygen for the world. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to find an ulterior motive or, you know, an alternative, not an ulterior motive, but an alternative. I'm going to find an alternative. But common sense ain't common, right? And maybe Brazil is in, in trouble because, yeah, they got a lot of corruption and they made some bad deals and they built all those stupid fucking uh, 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 stadiums for the World Cup and the Olympics. And now they're stuck with these stadiums. Maybe that had a lot to do with it. I don't know. But we see a, 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 a rise in stupidity. And not just our electorate, but all, all, right? And, and I'm going to spend some time talking about ours because shit's getting out of hand, especially when you consider all of the things that's going on in the background, right? All the things that's going on in the background is, and you know what, is, 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 it, is it time? Is it time? Yeah, it, that, that's fine. That's fine. We'll, 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 we'll do it. We'll do it. I mean, I mean, it, this will kind of be out of order, but I think it flows for the cohesion, for the cohesion here, right? All right, so just this week, President Pussy Grabber went out there. He said that he's the chosen one, right? And somebody sent me a, a meme that I thought was rather comical and fitting, right? But if your grandfather started raving about buying countries, being the chosen one, at the barest minimum, you would take his car keys. And that's a fact. He got out there talking about he's the chosen one. And now he out there arguing with, you know, the members of the Jutang clan. He's arguing with the with the with, with, with the Jews, whoever this phantom group the Jews are. Right? Because that that that's that's what he's out here. He's out here arguing with the Jews, whoever the Jews are. But um an article by CNN says that uh Jewish leaders outraged by Trump saying Jews disloyal if they vote for Democrats. Now listen. Yeah, I, I guess there is a history of, you know, uh, genocidal propaganda in that language, saying that Jews are disloyal or they're not loyal to the state. You know, there may have been a short guy with a weird mustache that, that used that as motivation to try to exterminate this group of people. So I understand why Jewish people would, you know, not appreciate this language. Well, who are the fucking Jewish leaders? Who the fuck? Who who are? I hate when they do this. Who who? Name some of these Jewish leaders. I don't see any of them named in this article, right? Um. But you know, the the guy isn't making smart choices. Okay. The guy's not making smart choices. The guy doesn't make. I mean, I mean, I mean, the 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 guy's a distraction, in my opinion. He's a distraction. He's here to, to, to you know, be the, the, the smoke and mirror so, so we're not made abreast of what's really going on. We don't ask the real questions. You know what I'm saying? But but who would the who who would they who would they be disloyal to? Right. Who, who would the Jews would they be disloyal to Israel? Would they be? I don't know. But that was this week. And there was a there was something that I that that I said on this podcast about Louis Farrakhan when when um they accused Minister Farrakhan of being an anti semite because he said um he's not an anti semite he's an anti termite and it was like oh I can't believe he said that oh my god I can't believe he said that and, it, and you know it was it was a big deal. 
I'd be more offensive by this if I was a Jewish person than I was if somebody says, I am not an anti-Semite. However, I am anti-Termite. I, I, I wouldn't be offended by that if I was a Jewish person. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, there's Jewish people that are mad. And honestly, they ain't going to do shit about it. They ain't going to do shit about it. Homie called himself the chosen one. Then he got mad when the Jews wouldn't acknowledge him as the chosen one. I, don't, I, don't, I, I guess he's not a big fan of history, but there was a guy one time that told a bunch of Jewish people that he was the chosen one, that he was the son of God. Or, and they didn't appreciate that too much. Um, I, I also don't see any Jewish people trying to offer Trump the same type of welcome that they offered Jesus Cristo some years back, right? Um, we got tariffs, we got truck drivers, right? And, 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 and this is all, this, this is all this week. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me make sure I, I got this right. We got truck drivers out here saying that they're not making money because this trade war is killing their ability to make a living. Okay. Because, hey, listen, you told us, you told us to vote for you. We voted for you. And you said that it was going to, you said we would be tired of winning and we're not even be, we're not even able to get work. And I hear today that China put um, $75 billion of new tariffs up. Right? This is where we are. So today, I read that, you know, the trucking industry, right, is down. Manufacturing. I believe for the first time has declined or something. I read something and I should have, I should have made a note of that. In fact, I think I did because when I saw it, I was like, yo, I'm going to talk about this on a motherfucking podcast. I think I did, man. Hold up. Bear with me one second. I believe that I did. I know that I'm not that careless. No, not there, not there. And then like, don't you hate when you're looking for something and you can never find the shit that you're looking for? I assure you, watch like Sunday afternoon, I'm gonna find it. Um where is it? Where is it? Nah, I can't find it. Nah, I can't find it. Nah, fuck it. But um Truck drivers aren't making any money. Farmers are saying that they're not making any money, right? Farmers are saying that they're not making any money. He's he's he, yo, come on, markets are out there looking crazy. Come on, what is we really doing, right? We sitting here arguing about chicken sandwiches. That's what we doing. We arguing about chicken sandwiches, man. Instead of keeping the main thing, the main thing, right? Maybe we've been conditioned, we've been massaged into a sense of apathy. Maybe that's where we are. Um, but you know, we're we're losing, and by we, I'm I'm talking about decent people. We're losing this battle. We're losing this fight, right? Um. Today, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yo, so so like, you know, the shit that President Pussy Grabber does. I, I'm not I'm not concerned with the antics. To me, that's antics. Him rambling about the Jews and about you know buying Greenland. Those are antics to me. What's important is, um, you know, the justices, the facts that all of these assholes are getting lifetime appointments to be judges, federal judges as well as the Supreme Court justices that, you know, he's probably going to be able to nominate. Um, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, bless her heart, 85-year-old woman, she had uh, radiation to remove a tumor. Come on. We're like, yo, I, listen, if we would be told that this woman has a good job, right? We told her she has a good job. This woman's 85 years old, highly successful in her field, highly accomplished woman. She can't even go to the beach. 
because, uh, you know, if she chooses to retire, they put in some, you know, uh, 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 what, what, what's the guy's name? The fucking drunk guy that was uh, some, some, some Kavanaugh asshole. Poof, there goes like Roe v. Wade. There goes, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a, a, a ton, a tons of shit. Unions. Tons of shit that I think matter in our free society. If you guys are okay with authoritarianism, that's fine. I was I was under the impression that we were not, right? So so you know. Let's not argue about chicken sandwiches. All right. Something else that I wish we didn't argue about was this whole this whole all week we've been talking about this Colin Kaepernick shit. And and we haven't heard anything from Colin Kaepernick. We haven't heard anything from Jay Z. We haven't heard anything from these people. We're all speaking our opinions based off of stuff that we don't even know about. All right. One of the points that people are making, and I believe I, I believe that I brought this up, but just in case this is your first time listening, I'm going to bring this up again. The settlement that Colin Kaepernick took was for lost wages because the NFL did not allow him to earn money. That's why. So he, he wasn't settling like, you know, hey, let's make a deal, hush, hush. He was saying, okay, well, for this matter. Um, you know, let's close this matter by y'all giving me the money y'all owe me. It's of oh, we need to hear from him. That's never been his style. Ever. So people saying, yo, Colin Kaepernick's mad at Jay-Z. How you know? I haven't heard from I haven't heard from him. And honestly, I don't need to hear from him to make my decisions on what I do. I, I appreciate Colin Kaepernick. You know, I enjoyed watching him play for the San Francisco 49ers when he played for the Niners. But come on, man. Knock it off. And and now, we, we, you know, it, it's still this debate about, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, can he play? Do remember, Colin Kaepernick got traded to the Denver Broncos but couldn't pass physical because he was injured the season before. His last season playing in the NFL when he had 16 touchdowns and four interceptions, playing for that terrible 49er team that was that was coached by Chip Kelly. But, you know, people tell us that he can't play, and, and then they argue about that. Let's not argue about that. Let's keep the main thing the main thing. Let's keep the pressure on the NFL. If they hire Jay-Z to help them out with the social justice programs, fantastic. What type of social justice programs? What do you have in the pipeline? How would this pair with the great work that's being done by the current players in the NFL, with the current program that, that's in place? Because there's a lot of players that are doing great work that we're not talking about. That's not being talked about. This this, this rumor that they're saying, oh, oh this is going to allow Jay-Z to be part owner. Bullshit. You fucking stupid. The NFL is going to give this nigga the uh, fucking ownership? Give? What the fuck? Knock it off. And let's stop talking about Jay-Z like he's, you know, the second coming of El-Hajj Malik Shabazz or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z's a savvy businessman. I'm not sure if he's fit. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to elect him my leader or some leader of our culture. Or race. Jay's looking out for he's a capitalist. More power to the man. Go get your coin. But why is this a debate? Some musician made a deal with a sports network. With a fucking sports league. Whoop-de-doo. Congratulations. How does that affect change? How does that how? How does that affect change? Right, we're in control. We, as in, you know, the hip hop generation, we're in control of all of this shit. All of this shit, we're in control of. We're, yo, yo, Popeyes made something like uh, we gave him twenty three million in ad dollars just by tweeting about him on social media, fucking jokingly or not. You know what I'm saying? Jokingly or not. I appreciate the jokes, but that's the power we got. 
And we want to argue about chicken sandwiches. We want to argue about Carmelo Anthony getting a job with the Lakers and how much clout LeBron has. Let me ask you something. You're the general manager of the Los Angeles Lakers. And you've seen how LeBron handicapped the Cleveland Cavaliers front office. I mean, yo, Tristan Thompson got an $80 million contract or something like that. He didn't even start for that team because LeBron put in a good word for him. LeBron, who's also uh, has an ownership stake in the sports agency that represents Tristan Thompson. So you're the general manager of the Los Angeles Lakers, the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers. And LeBron comes up and says, yo, man, y'all got to sign my boy Melo. Yeah, okay, LeBron, get the fuck out of here. Thanks for your suggestion. Practice starts in a couple minutes, my man. Like, and if you don't like it, leave, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do y'all think? Why do y'all think that people have all of this power? That they don't have. It's baffling to me. Um, that's all. That's all. And 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 you know what? I'm gonna squeeze this in here because this this shows how awesome 2019 is. Okay. Um, I'm gonna read a little bit of the Cardi B deposition and I'm going to try to segue this into um, the main topic, the main story that I want to talk about tonight. Right. So the Cardi B deposition and, and I'm, 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 I'm going to try to get through this. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Perfect. Um, I mean, I am, I am a gangster. Like, I feel like I'm a gangster. Like, I'm a gangster. You know? I'm a stand-up girl. You know what I'm saying? I'm a good girl. But, you know, I have a lot of heart. So I consider myself a gangster. I'm from the hood. And that's what people from the hood like to consider themselves. I have a heart of a lion. So that's what I am. Like, I'm not a pretty girl or I am a pretty girl, but I'm not like this pink girly girl. I'm like the buttercup, you know, there's three powerful girls. There's Blossom and there's Bubbles and there's Buttercup, the green one. That's me. That's who I am. Wait, 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 wait. That was page 61. Hold up. That was, that was, does this, does it jump ahead? Yeah, it does jump ahead. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so this kind of jumps ahead. Man is even, how is he getting distressed? Did you have any proof that he's distressed? This man works in a tent. This man works in a damn fucking surf shop. You're not a model. You haven't, like, gone to no damn psychiatrist. How is this affecting your life? I want to know you. I want to know how is your client's life is being affected. How? It's ridiculous. It's wasting my time. It's wasting my money. Like, I could really be with my kid right now. Like, I'm really upset because I have, because I have to be with my kid, question, the, the, the questioner. The questioner said, wait, 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 lost my spot. The questioner said, I understand that. Cardi's reply, all because of some bullshit, trying to get money, and then the five million. Are you fucking kidding me? That mixtape didn't even make, not even a million dollars. So. I bring that up to say, reading that on paper, it didn't sound like the most eloquent prose ever written or spoken. I'm not here to critique Cardi B as some orator, right? Fucks with Cardi B. I appreciate the fact that we're in such control. We have such a demand on what's cool and what's not cool. 
and we can attract all types of attention and eyes to us just based off of the natural talents that we have, not even the gifts and skills that we acquire. Right? Cardi's doing that because she's naturally talented at attracting people and appealing to people. Okay? Which is wonderful. Be, be, let me be clear. That's wonderful. It's a great thing for Cardi. It's a wonderful thing for Cardi. Okay? We need to protect that. We need to protect a system in which Cardi B can put other Cardi Bs in a position to be successful. Okay? You guys might know Tiffany Haddish has that comedy special on Netflix, She Ready, I believe that's the title of it, where she's sending the ladder back down to try to bring up some other female comics with her. We need to protect that system. And we need to own that system. If we're going to own our political devices, if if we're going to live in a system that is worried about us having oxygen to breathe, then we need ownership and true diversity. Okay? Because there was a point in time in these United States when Cardi B wouldn't have been allowed to be in the position that she's in to earn the living that she earns for herself and her family. All right. We've progressed. And that's wonderful for people like Cardi B and other women. But there's still not enough control in that system. Women in our society are the especially black women are the most high, highly educated demographic in our society, yet are paid the least amount of money. Because we don't own that system. All right. So there's a guy. And some of you may know this guy. His name is Byron Allen. Okay? And Byron Allen has um, a lawsuit against Comcast that he won. He won the lawsuit. All right? If you don't know who Byron Allen is, he's a billionaire. He's a black American guy who's a billionaire. And he sued Comcast for discrimination. And he won. $20 billion civil rights lawsuit, billion with a B, civil rights lawsuit against Comcast that was reviewed in the Ninth Circuit, in the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Excuse me. The justices will review a decision by the San Francisco-based Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals that cleared the way for a $20 billion civil rights lawsuit against Comcast to proceed. Comcast is trying to push this to the Supreme Court to reverse the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court's decision. Let me say that again. Comcast lost a lawsuit in San Francisco And now, because they lost, they're trying to appeal to the Supreme Court. Okay? And I'm going to read off of um, Reuters. Reuters wrote this, and it says um, Comcast and Charter because of the mergers. Okay? Companies merge. All right? So, uh, blah, 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 at the issue refused. Okay. At the issue in the litigation is a refusal by Comcast to carry channels operated by entertainment studios networks owned by Byron Allen, who is black. The justices did not act on a similar appeal by charter communications involving claims by Allen after the company also declined to carry his channels. That case is, that case likely will be guided by the outcome and Comcast's appeal. Comcast and Charter have said their business decisions were based on capacity constraints, not race, and that Allen's channels, including Justice Central TV, Cars TV, Pets TV, and Comedy TV, did not show sufficient promise or customer demand and merit distribution. Other television other television distributors, including Verizon, AT&T, and DirecTV, carry some of Allen's programming, Court Paper said. Comcast has an outstanding record of supporting and fostering diverse programming, including programming from African-American-owned channels, two more of which we launched this year, 
the company said in a statement, the company being Comcast, adding that it hopes the Supreme Court will bring the case to an end. I bet you do. I bet you do. Listen, this is important. This is important if you give a fuck about democracy. And I believe that this is this is up to be held by the Supreme Court, I believe, on um, October 18th. I'm not sure. Exactly. I, I, I know it's the 18th of whatever month. But why haven't why why isn't this a, a topic on the news? Why isn't this a, a, a topic in our political debate landscape? Because this this is about corporations doing business with black companies. That's what this is about. All right. A corporation like Comcast doing business with a black owned company. Al Sharpton is a plaintiff in this lawsuit, by the way. Why the fuck is Al Sharpton, if his interests truly lie in the interests of the people, why is he in a discrimination lawsuit against Comcast? Maybe, I don't know if you know this, but this lawsuit was filed, or or, or rather there was a, uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but there was um something that, Sharpton was named or he signed his name to something supporting these corporations, these media corporations like Comcast shortly before he received that shitty show on CNN a while back. Um, But this is about ownership. And if you really give a fuck about diversity, right, if you really give a fuck about diversity, like this is how you affect change. This is the diversity. Comcast is 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 rejecting. doing business with this man's television network. Byron Allen also owns the Weather Channel, by the way. He also owns the Weather Channel. Um, but in this society, we always talk about how if you got the money, you could do whatever you want. And yeah, that works for most people. It does not work for black people. Not all the time. It doesn't work for black people. And this guy's a billionaire, like I said. And we don't hear about him. He's not, you know, on our television screens. Six companies own all of the channels. Majority of the six media companies. Right? Here, here, here is somebody who owns his own networks. And media companies won't do business with him. And we don't have politicians that ask why. But this is pivotal for black American empowerment. This is, I mean, this is pivotal. I mean, yo, let's let's just throw the whole minority group in there. This is pivotal for minority empowerment. Because why not control our own movies, our own, you know, like images? Things like that. Why should these things be a branch of Comcast? Right, right? It's like that black student union shit for you guys that went to those white schools. Like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Is it because the school doesn't acknowledge you enough to, you know, or like to, to, you know, include you fully? So they give you this little wing that, you know, you appear or you believe is your own? The fuck is a black student union? But this is pivotal. If you give a fuck about, listen, if you're a black American, and if you give a fuck about true diversity, pay attention to the story. If you're an ally and you're not with white supremacy and you care about diversity and inclusion and owning your distribution systems, and a seat at the table, a legitimate seat at the table, not that, uh, 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 not that shit that Killer Mike was talking about with the Jay Z thing. A, a, a legitimate seat at the table. This is important because forty percent of the subscribers to Comcast are Black Americans, right? And having 
channels owned by black Americans is way different than having channels that are catered to black Americans. Black people don't own BET, haven't owned BET for a while. Black people don't own uh, Aspire, haven't owned Aspire for a while. So why can't they do business with Byron? Why won't they do business with Byron Allen? And a lot of the, and 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 you know a a, a lot of these things um, are not Trump's doing. I know we pick on I know we piss on we pick on pussy grabber, but this isn't Trump's doing. This lawsuit was originally filed during the Obama presidency. And this is the issue that a lot of black people, black Americans have with President Obama. It feels like, yo, you know, we finally got a black president, but the homie didn't do anything for black people, for black businesses. Right. It's wonderful that gay brothers and sisters are able to get married. It's wonderful. He passed same sex marriage. That's awesome. But every other quote unquote marginalized group can go to their political base and they say, yo, we want this to happen, and only way we're going to vote for you if you get this to happen. Only way that we're going to vote for you, Mr. Obama, is if we can have gay marriage. Is if LGBTQ history can be put into the school curriculum. If you can't do that for us, then we can't vote for you. All right, no doubt. They voted for him, and we see what happens. And more power to them. I have no idea what LGBTQ history is. I don't know what they're going to be teaching. I'm not here, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Because a lot of LGBTQ history is black history. I wonder if they're going to talk about Bessie and Martha, and fucking Martha Washington and all that. I wonder if, I wonder if they're going to... I wonder how much James Baldwin they're going to talk about. I wonder. You know what I'm saying? I wonder. I don't know. Um, but when you look at corporations. For example, if this law, if 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 this lawsuit is overturned by the Supreme Court in Comcast's favor, what would make Wells Fargo do business with black people? What would make Wells Fargo give, you know, black people mortgages? That allow black people to earn some type of money investment people invest money in their homes they take the equity from that investment in their homes and or they borrow against it and they start businesses and that's you know i'm saying that's how small businesses work but if black people aren't afforded the opportunity to get a home loan how 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 do we how do we get there this is important all right this is important. If this if if this reparations thing even happens, what black investment banks can black people put their money in, or we'd be forced to just give the money back to the same people that you know fucked us over anyway? Pay attention to the logo on that Wells Fargo. You know what I'm saying? Just pay attention to that logo. That's all I'm going to say. Just, just, just look at the logo. Really look and learn at what that logo is. Right? And yo, listen, if the gay people wasn't going to vote because there was nothing in it for them, and if the Hispanic people wasn't going to vote because there wasn't in it for them, and if the Jewish people not going to vote because it's not in it for them, and the Asian people not going to vote because there's nothing in it for them, why is it that black people feel like we got to vote because our ancestors died for this? Our ancestors died for business ownership and group economics. And y'all niggas don't give a fuck about that. I mean, right now, as I speak, Senator Harris is down 12 points, nosedived. Because, listen, sister, black people not feeling you. And you know, we know how white people feel about having a female leader. We know about it. We learned, we saw what happened last time we put a qualified white woman up for election against a white man. We saw what happened. The qualified woman didn't win. 
the woman with all of the experience that, you know, is capable of doing the job based off of her previous work, she lost to the reality show star. Right? Not to mention, and this is no shade, and this might offend people, but I don't mean any offense by it, and it might offend some people. But, um... A lot of people feel like we was duped by President Obama because President Obama wasn't a real quote unquote black American. He wasn't an Af- he wasn't an American descendant of slavery. His father was from Kenya, second generation. You know what I'm saying? Right? <clears throat> and there's a lot of um animosity between these factions of black people. Um the the American descendants of slaves versus Second, first, second, third generation immigrants from, you know, West African countries, East African countries, Caribbean countries, even European countries. Black people are native to Europe. Um, and I agree with some of the points. I, I, I agree. And whenever you have black people talking down against reparations, I'm like, shit, why the fuck you doing that? Why the fuck you doing that? I haven't heard like you know you know what I'm saying listen even if you're a gay person that is that that is not for marriage I didn't hear not one gay person say anything against whether or not gay people should be married even if you're anti-marriage because there are people that, that just don't believe in the institution of marriage You you never hear that You know what I'm saying ever you never hear that Yet whenever there's something that will outwardly benefit black people, mainly black people first, somehow, some way we find niggas that speak down against it. What's wrong with that niggas? Just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Just shut the fuck up, yo, and let it happen. Unless you're uh, unless you're working for somebody else. And I'll even go as far out to say that a whole lot of the things that are wrong with black society, a whole lot of things that get, excuse me, not wrong, but things that get uh, um, a whole lot of the the false narratives behind black society are created by non-American black people. World star hip hop. R.I.P. to Q, but Q is Haitian. Loving hip hop, loving whatever. That's Mona Scott. Check out where Mona Scott from. People that run the shade room. Check out where them. You know, check out where they from. They not from fucking Detroit. Check out where they from. So President Obama, all the great things that President Obama stood for, all the great things that he did. Black people like yo, homie, you ain't really help us out too much. So why should we fall for the next guy that ain't gonna help us out? I haven't heard near politician talk about this. This is a violation of the civil rights law that was created in 1866, and this is a 20 billion with a B dollar lawsuit for discrimination against. A black-owned company in the United States by a huge corporation and a billionaire, a billionaire, is fighting this. And you're telling me that money overrides race. Big to differ, right? Um, so I'm going to be checking this out. I'm going to have an eye on this, and at the end of this episode, I'm going to play a little clip. Um, it, it's an interview with Byron Allen. I believe it's on, um, shit, and I hope I give dude his props. Um, Tone Talks, the homie Antonio Moore, I believe that's his name, the attorney, and, and Antonio Moore. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interview on his YouTube page. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Um, and I would listen to it. It's maybe about, well, well, like the clip that I'm going to play is maybe about like a, like a four minute clip. 
And um, I think you should listen to it too. That's why I'm posting it. You know, I got some more stuff to talk about, but all of a sudden I'm, I'm not even in, 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 in like the mood anymore to continue to talk about the frivolous shit that I was going to talk about. We kind of moved some things around. I really want to throw in that Cardi fucking deposition, and that was no shade to Cardi. I think Cardi's awesome. Um, Go listen to that Rhapsody. Go listen to that Jeezy. I'll talk to y'all next week, man. Y'all take it easy, man. Thank you for listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Pause for one second if this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast. Subscribe, rate, and comment. If you fuck with the Hood Loves Me, seriously, fuck with the Hood Loves Me. Become a supporter of the podcast, and um, you you can have a really, really, you, you can play a really major role in our growth as we grow. Um, as we even grow to even learn how many listeners we got, because I'm not even sure of the math. And the numbers are extremely volatile. Like, it can be either four digits of weekly listeners on one measuring system or two digits. The numbers range from, like, a couple thousand to, like, 70. So I have no idea who's right. But um, thank you for listening. And hopefully we can get y'all attention next week. Talk to y'all soon. Y'all take it easy. Eat it. Well, you know, look, I started my company 23 years ago from my dining room table. And I called all 1,300 television stations before about a year. They told me no, and I got about 40,000 no's to get 150 yeses. And I went and kept half the advertising time in my television shows. I sold them a one-hour show, and I kept seven minutes, and the local TV stations kept seven. And I went and sold my, my seven minutes to national advertisers. I now have 40 television shows, the largest privately held television library in the world, about 5,000 hours, and and the largest privately held portfolio of television cable networks. I own seven of them. And one of them is Cars.TV. They're not black targeted. We own Cars.TV, which we won an Emmy for, Pets.TV, Comedy.TV, Recipe.TV, Justice Central, 24-hour court and legal news chat. I started 23 years ago. Now, to speak to diversity, I bought a company called Freestyle Releasing. Freestyle d- delivers, d- distributes movies directly to the movie theaters in America, about 50,000 screens. We deal directly with all the movie theaters, and the theaters send the money directly to us. That's a first. That's a first in the history of this country. We now have a relationship with the theaters directly, and we're putting out- A first out- what? But a first what? The first African-American-owned company to put out 15 to 20 movies a year and to have a relationship directly with the movie theaters in this country. That is a first. Where the theaters send me the money, not the studio. We're the studio. It's taken a couple hundred years to get here, but we're here. And that is a big step. So now, we just put out this weekend, Meet the Blacks with Mike Evans. Well, you know, we put that out. I don't know how much love that studio, that movie would have gotten from the other studios. I'm guessing not a lot of love. And we put the movie out. And the producers were very appreciative. You need a place like Freestyle Releasing, which I bought it. I own it 100% and I bought it so we can have a direct relationship with the theaters. Now we can control how our stories are told, how we're produced, how we're depicted. I mean, look, Race came out. It's about Jesse Owens. Now, it wasn't white America that funded that movie. It was the French that funded that movie about Jesse Owens because they revere him so much. We have to put ourselves in a position to fund that movie and to tell his legacy. That's why I bought Freestyle Releasing, and I paid millions of dollars to do it because I wanted to make sure we have a direct relationship with every movie theater in this country, all 50,000 screens, and now we have that relationship to go direct and tell our stories. That's how you speak to diversity. Here's the deal. We have the talent in the community. The talent is abundant. As a matter of fact, everybody looks to the talent in this community to figure out what's, what's on point. The talent is off the Richter scale. We have an audience that's underserved. But the problem has been we have management in place that keeps us from getting to the audience. By me buying a distribution company to go straight to the theaters, I got rid of the management that's been blocking us for decades, and now we're direct. 
and now we can speak to diversity. And that's the key. Don't, you know, take off your knee pads, stop begging, click your heels three times, Dorothy, you're already home. You're already special. You're already spectacular. You already have everything you need. You just need to go right to the audience because they've been waiting for you to come home for a long, long time.